Uh, we're going to be getting into the Batman. Uh, so we're going to be doing a more spoiler discussion of the Batman, uh, in-depth discussion of that. All right, um, all right, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, I got you in the mood light, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so we're going to be discussing this and just sequel ideas, uh, where we think it's going to potentially go, uh, what we kind of would want to yeah, see. Yeah, because I don't, because I don't think we really actually gave on here. <laughs> I don't think we actually gave our rating on it. I th- I think the stream kind of cut out before we could actually like give our final thoughts on our rating of the film. Okay, so I'm gonna go around. Everybody give their general thoughts on the movie, kind of sum it up, and then give mm-hmm. a rating. Um, all right. So Marley, kind of over you. There you go. Oh, I I love the Batman. Uh, I've seen <laughs> it. Or I've seen it again since we did the the stream that that failed. But um, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it's this. Battinson, I'm all in. I'm all in on on Robert Pattinson as Batman. The Battinson and uh, Paul Dano was um, was was super great as the Riddler, and uh, I love just the way this movie is shot too. And I don't think I actually mentioned it on the first stream, but that was such a unique car chase action sequence because it was shot entirely in close-ups. Like mm. like like knowing that, I'm just like I. I, I commend Matt Reeves and his cinematographer for like shooting a, like a, an action sequence all in close-ups and just like using like like the mirrors of the car to show the action. I'm like that that's just really great. So I, I give it just the, the highest tune in possible. Mm. Dusk. Um, the Batman is almost more of a mood than it is a movie, and there's mm. no detriment to the movie in any manner. It is able to capture a very interesting atmosphere of a very moody. It reminded me a lot of The Crow from the 90s. Very grunge, Mm. dark, a bit gothic. And it sets a mood of a very downpouring and a very tragic Gotham. For that alone, I think that's something worth seeing. Gotham as a character is often very a missed opportunity, but this one does it in spades. Almost a little too much where Batman and Bruce Wayne are not necessarily characters, they're vehicles to tell a more corrupt story in the story of Gotham. Mm. But those things aside, technically speaking, soundtrack, music, costume design, I think they're all very good. Overall, I think for, in whatever small gripes someone might have or personally what they liked about this version of Batman otherwise, I think for a the technical schemes of it and for the type of style this movie's going for, I think this is a solid, solid movie, and this is definitely a uh, a low um, tune in. It's definitely a low tune in because there are some things I would have liked to have seen, but that's not so much to push mm-hmm. it down to a streaming. I think if you you'll catch it in a movie, you will enjoy yourself, and ultimately that is what a tune in is. Whether or not you see it at home or you get off your butt and go see it in the movie, and I think if you went and saw this in the movie theaters, I don't think in your Batman fan. I don't think you'd be too dissatisfied. You might have your gripes, but I think you'd like some things in it that would be worthwhile to see in the theaters. Mm. Nick? <clears throat> so, if I had to give uh, Batman and... Uh, um, it fucks. 
This movie is fucking incredible. I I think um, Pattinson might be the definitive version of the character that I grew up uh, reading comics like The Long Halloween, like Ego, like uh, even bits of Hush. I think he captures that perfectly as this younger, greener, still kind of figuring out things out with Batman. Uh, I think the mood of the city, it Gotham feels like a literal shithole. And of all the like complaints online, is like, hey, if, if if Bruce Wayne really wanted to help Gotham, he'd donate money. And they make Gotham look like such a shithole mm-hmm. that having a masked vigilante beat up poor people seems like a good option. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think it, I think it has one of the best supporting casts of of a lot. I love uh, Jeffrey Wright as uh, Commissioner as a uh, Lieutenant Gordon in this. Uh, Andy Serkis, even though I think he is a little bit underused, the scenes with him and Pattinson are are incredible showcases of their skill. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is my favorite live action Catwoman, and Paul Dano's uh, Riddler, he might be one of the scariest uh, live action uh, super live action comic villains in a long time. Hmm. Nice. Um, and not to mention the cinematography, mm, Chef's Kiss, the score by Michael Giacchino, incredible. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Hunter. Okay, you're Alright, so let's start with a hot take right out the gate. Uh, Paul Dano's Dano's Riddler is as good as Ledger's Joker. Um, I think Dano Mm. is... I think Dano's incredible. The opening shot of him... I was mid by the popcorn. I was like, shit! Oh my god, damn! Yeah, that, that scared the shit out of me. It was like, what the like, fuck? Yeah, like, that... And the thing is, like, this movie is violent, but it's able to, like, avoid an R rating, but it still feels about as close to rated R as you can get without being rated R, which is, like, a very impressive line to walk. Um, it's like, it's but- like they showed the cut of... Uh of the R-rated version of this movie, and the executives at Warner Brothers are just like, WHAT ARE YOU SHOWING ME?! Right? <laughs> By the way, don't take your kids- I saw so many people taking their kids for like seven. Don't take kids! Like, like look, parents this is not. Give- this is not a- this is not Oh, uh, this is not a fucking family superhero movie. This is yeah. a dark, gritty, bordering on, like, prime David Fincher serial killer story, hard-boiled detective. This is not Spider-Man No Way Home. (laughs) Movies have ratings for a fucking reason, okay? Like, for fuck's sake, Mm. take the two minutes to Google why it's rated like this, but Dano's absolutely incredible. Um, I got a mountain of shit uh, about Mm. 18 months ago, maybe two years, whenever they announced this project, what is time anymore? But because I said (laughs) that I thought that Pattinson would be the best combo live action of uh, of Bruce Wayne and Batman. And the the big thing is, like, it's always one or the other. Like, you get someone like Kilmer, who I actually thought was, like, a good Batman for giving the material, but as Bruce Wayne's kind of like, like, whatever. And, like, it's, it's always kind of that balancing act. And I think for Pattinson... And a lot of the the tropes are kind of avoided because you have a younger Batman, you have a year two Batman, so him not being having this public persona yet 
actually makes sense given the trauma that he's still going through. So that's actually a pitfall they're able to avoid just by having the story that they lay, lay out. Um, when he sees that kid that they uh, reference in the funeral, whose uh, dad gets killed, the fact that he just looks at him and says so much of a look without actually needing to speak dialogue, mm-hmm. it's moments like that where you just go, God damn, Pattinson just kind of gets this shit. Mm-hmm. And the the whole trap, like the, the actual riddles themselves, as they go on, and they just get more and more, like, subtle in the best way because you just feel the riddler's anger he's like god damn it i hate the, i hate the wayne so fucking much and you're just like so by the time it gets to his end game you're like oh man you just said fuck being clever i'm just gonna fucking destroy gotham <laughs> within like yeah it's yeah, and, like, and yeah and this is and i think well matt reeves robert pattinson paul dano they've they are outspoken super fans of Batman. They've they've read the comics. They know exactly what uh, they're pulling from. There's a lot of uh, the long Halloween. This there's a lot of uh, Darwin Cook's ego. There's a lot of uh, Batman Noel and and shockingly a lot of uh, Scott Snyder Zero Year. I would yeah, that was probably the influence that you see the most. I was the most surprised by. I was mm-hmm. like, oh okay, and it and it works here. Uh, by the way, Paul Dano is writing Riddler Year One. Can't wait for that shit. Um, yeah, I was just gonna mention that. I was just gonna mention that. Yeah, like, that's, I'm, I'm that has me so for, excited. I'm so <laughs> hyped for that shit. But, <laughs> but it's but it's one of those things where hearing someone say bruce wayne has never sounded more terrifying it's like holy shit like when he like like <laughs> and it's, oh and stop it's that. Played like, so it is, and it's played so so cat and mousy it it's like you have an idea it's like does this guy know hmm. does he know that that bruce wayne is is the batman and that's something yeah. that the trailers hint a lot at and when the and you can see it in Pattinson's performance as uh, as Batman, it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and and as the movie, like, as far as where the movie ends up, the thing that always, and I've talked to Nick about this at length off mic. Mm-hmm. The thing that bothers the fuck out of me about the end of the Dark Knight is how Gotham just goes. Oh, you know that clown who killed the reporter? Well, fuck him. Got Batman did everything. It's like, but what about the fucking clown? <laughs> shut, shut up! And it's like, no, God fucking damn it! And so in this movie, Gotham reacts in the exact way they should when you hear, "Oh shit, the town's flooding." They don't go, "Oh, let's blame Batman." It's like, "Oh fuck, let's run for our lives." Like Gotham's not treated like, <laughs> like isn't treated in a stupid way Got- in this movie. Go- Gotham is. Gotham is treated like a like a real functioning city, more so than I think any other director in live action has done. It, the city feels alive. It feels it feels like it's doing its own thing outside of what what uh, Batman and uh, Gordon and the Riddler are doing. It, it feels like its own character in the same way that uh, taking uh, that New York feels like a character in Taking Pelham One Two Three without the mm-hmm. the without the parody. Like that's. That's essentially what it felt like for me. And so when you get to the end of the movie, we have, you know, a more, quote, prime Gotham that's being literally rebuilt because the the Riddler kind of wins, actually, which is (laughs) funny when you think about it. Not ha-ha funny, but, you know. Uh, But he kind of wins, but then you actually get to see Batman be something that the Nolan films, I I felt like kind of alluded to, being that, that light for Gotham. But you get an actual literal scene of Pattinson actually helping people 
as Batman, which we don't really see <laughs> nearly enough. Pattinson, which is Pattinson's bat Pattinson's bat is more lives than any of Zack Snyder's heroes. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not wrong because I because I cover the bus <laughs> like in Man of Steel. So, it's like, <laughs> so, but it's but it's one of those things. Like, I mean, um, uh, just real quick, uh, but but but. Um, Feral is amazing as is a cobblepot. It's a great origin <laughs> for the penguin. It's it. I can't wait to see where his show goes. Kravitz is fucking incredible. Nails it. Uh, look yeah, up those photos like, she took. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> uh, for um, you know research. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Gordon. I felt so bad for Commissioner Gordon in this in a way that I haven't since the animated series because just seeing all of his friends be corrupt and just him having to deal with the gravity of that in the moment actually really adds some levity to the movie where you just go god damn dude you're kind of just going through the ringer and you just want to do the right thing which you know oh my god a cop wanting to just do the right thing shocker and it's uh <laughs> it's it, it's actually nice to see gordon have to wrestle with that as the film goes on and on and that punch pattinson gives him in the police station <laughs> oh, <laughs> shot. <laughs> like, like like dropped him like a bad habit. I was like, God damn! Like, could have at least pulled, could could have at least pulled that punch, man. Mm. Yeah, and like, and that escape from the police station is so fucking it's, badass. It's it's it's, uh, it's, oh. it's incredible. It's so tense. It's it's a situation that we don't see Batman in in live action, at least where the cops are not on his side at all. And in in like that little like beat where where Batman gets up to the roof and he's like, Oh shit. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, the, uh, so last thing I'll say, it's my second favorite Batman film ever, because I still do mm-hmm. believe, uh, mask of the phantasm is the best Batman film start to finish, but this is <laughs> horribly close. Like it's so fucking close. I might change my mind on a rewatch, but, mm. um, mm. as hard as I am on DC, because a lot of their stuff involves Snyder. Um, this is just this is a triumph for DC. Like this is one of those things I was like, God damn, like Peacemaker set the table and then the Batman's like, oh yeah, we got more for you. And it's like, yes, more of this. Um Yeah, it's a great fucking film. No. Hey, is, thank you, is Chill. Snyder really Thank you, Chill, for the forty five bits, uh, man. Is, is Snyder really in control of the DCEU now? Because as no. far as I know from what I see from, no. from the outside, it's 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 done and and Reeves. Dude, DC isn't in control of the DCEU. <laughs> They're not here. Really yeah. uh, They're just like, hey, we have these franchises. Filmmakers go wild. So. Yeah, pr- pretty much. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, with with the Batman, I love the look of Gotham when Matt Reeves, he came in and did the look. Like I said in the first stream we did, um, he almost does a better, you know, he does what Tim Burton tried to do with Gotham, but better. This gothic kind mm-hmm. of look at this city, this kind yeah, of rundown t- type of city. And then even with Wayne Manor, uh, I mentioned in there, it's like a Castlevania Dracula style mansion that he kind of lives in there um, that you kind of mm-hmm. see there. Um, and you're telling me that this guy isn't a vampire. Yeah, I mean, you kind of, you know, the way he just, you know, winces at the sun when he comes up from his little cave and, you know what I mean, things like that, puts on the glasses. 
Um, and then the whole cast. I mean, everybody's perfectly casted all the way, not just Batman, you know, Robert Pattinson, I think, but he said as Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey Wright as uh, Lieutenant Gordon, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, who I think is the best live action Catwoman. You know, you do have, yep. um, you know, uh, Colin Farrell, who's unrecognizable as Oswald Cobblepot, you know, as the Penguin. You do have John Turturro, who plays Carmine Falcone. You do have, you know, oh, Andy he does a great job, too. Yeah, okay. you do have Andy mm-hmm. Serkis, who's so... a great Alfred, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? Oh yeah, Totoro, he's so fucking incredible in this like slimy as fuck. Yeah. Um so the, yeah, you know one, yeah. Oh yeah, go ahead. One thing I'd like to say about Paul Dano as Paul Dano's Riddler is we knew that Paul Dano was in this film like with that first trailer, which by the way, mm-hmm. I don't watch very many trailers, but I watched that the first Batman trailer. Probably one of the best trailers I've ever seen, like ever Agreed. for oh, for, for a film. Yeah. But my my point is is that if Paul Dano wasn't in that trailer, and then that was the first shot that we saw of Paul Dano sitting in that sitting in that diner, and we're just like, oh shit, it's Paul Dano! Like, I would have freaked out in in the theater. I I probably would have screamed just hmm. because like that that would be such a cool reveal. So it's kind of it was a little bit underwhelming, like knowing that Paul Dano was in this film just because. Uh, I don't know because if I didn't know because he's masked up pretty much the entire time like mm-hmm. that would have been such a cool reveal like in the second act when that when that's yeah. revealed but yeah I think it's kind of in the vein of something like seven where you get this guy that's this killer that is doing a lot of this horrific shit and then like close to the third act is when it's revealed he's just a normal kind of nebbish looking redditor mm. mm-hmm. yeah. um Which I yeah think I could totally tell they made the supervillain just a guy on Reddit. <laughs> I yeah, I could totally see like the Riddler just being like just having his own Reddit, uh, like R R slash uh, the Riddler or something. He kind of he kind of does. He's got like a fucking like a a YouTube channel, and it's like the real villain. It's YouTubers with less than five hundred subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Right. Yeah. It's like, it was like it caught me so off guard when they did that whole. Uh, they figured out the password to his uh, site, and it's just him and his normal voice, just like, "Hey guys, uh, don't forget <laughs> so, to like and subscribe." <laughs> so, so the thing that's crazy about that is that this, like, the Riddler, ironically enough, plays more terrifying in a post-Trump era because you're just like, mm. "This is kind of how this shit starts." Like, the fact that it's so simple is actually kind of the tragedy behind it because you're just like. Because when he lays out why he hates the Waynes, you're kind of like, you're not wrong when you think, because I never actually thought of, like, the whole orphan (laughs) aspect when he lays that out. It's like, Mm. fuck, okay, shit, all right, fair point. And even Pattinson kind of plays it where he kind of glances at the ground for, like, half a second to blink if he misses a thing. And even he kind of has a realization of, oh, fuck, I never thought about the fact that, oh, I still have all these resources and you're, you know, mm. you know, li- li- licking, you know, licking dirty sponges for food. Like, holy shit. <laughs> like, like, Oh, sorry, man. Like it's, it's really dark when you think about it. And it's amazing that it's kind of breaks down to something that's simple and that petty because that's very much Edward in a nutshell. Mm. <laughs> so it's, it, so it, which is, which by the way, I mean, I love the fact that I actually used his like, deep cut civilian name and didn't call him Edward Nigma. I was very happy they did that mm. because 
that's a subtle thing, but that adds more to the real world aspect of it. Um, mm. And it sets up for a hell of a sequel too, like where they could take it. Um, Court of Owls seems obvious. Like I feel like that's the one, the thread that should be continued. I'm a little mm-hmm. worried they'll delay that to the third film, but please do Court of Owls. Like, can I get Court of Owls, please? Like, that, I mean, they, you Joker. have interviews with Pattinson and uh, Dano just plugging the Court of Owls. Yeah, it, it's like, like they're fans. Two kings trying to. It's like, yeah, let's do Court of Owls. Is fucking good. Mm. Yeah, and I'm like, yes, please do Court of did Owls you also, because. Did you also go, mention there was like a nice little wink at Hush as a possible? Yes. Yeah. It was yeah, a quick yeah. like oh, hush. I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. also. I I know. I know I'm, I'm the one off, and because I know everyone liked even McGregor, and that's great. But I, I would also like in this kind of universe, they have a chance to also do like a really good Black Mask. Mm. Yeah, that mm. has not been done justice really that well, aside from like yeah, the scant yeah, the possibilities. The po- yeah, the possibilities for where this take on the character can go are are kind of limitless. You could do villains like uh, like Black Mask. This is like, like a power. That's a power vacuum be. now. Mm. And he takes that opportunity very much. He's all about being king of the mm. underworld. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you could do that if you want to get more fantastic stuff like uh like Mr. Freeze, like Rachel mm. Ghoul. Yeah. Uh I could see Professor Pig being terrifying yeah. oh, in Jesus. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, you could do um do uh, shit. fucking uh, shit. Hugo Strange. If, 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 if Matt Hugo Strange is writing if Matt Reeves is writing, I kind of want to see him do Condiment King. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. He, <laughs> I, think he, I, I think he's teased that, actually. Like, <laughs> I, like Condiment King. I think he's teased it in, like, interviews, which I was just like, no, I just do it. <laughs> didn't Robert Pattinson say that uh, Condiment King was his favorite Batman villain? Yeah, yeah, his, yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Yeah, he said Condiment King's my favorite villain. Which is a deep cut. He's just a complete so joke. Silly. I, Batman gets covered in uh, relish. Looks like you're in great pickle, aren't you, Batman? <laughs> it's like, I, I relish the opportunity. And then he just oh. gets punched in the chest as he should. Oh, no. <laughs> and then it's guys, just that guys. shot of, of, and then it's just that shot of Pattinson just beating down that one goon. <laughs> It was so cool to see Pattinson go. Say it with me, Nick. Bat shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I'm leaving. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're going to fly away? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. uh, yeah, there's something in the way. Uh, no, I'm driving away with my family. <laughs> you know... I've seen yeah. it um, three times now. Um, you know, haven't seen it. Go ahead. Yeah, three <laughs> times now. It's just that, uh, you know, I mean, I think the car chase scene, even though I do like it, it is kind of hugely in this kind of realistic world that they're setting. It's very impractical. And then they're just letting, you know, him kind of, you know, just let him tied up and says, like, I mean, you could bring him in for prison for that, you know, car crash alone. But, you know what I mean? You know, hey, but it was still an exciting car chase scene and everything like that. Um you know, and then the whole situations. I, I think the riddles. How do you all think the riddles worked in the movie? Do you all think it made sense, and all the stuff led very much to the next thing? Or first off, Penguin is white. He'd be able to get away and not go to prison. He'd be just fine. So that's actually the most realistic thing about this movie. 
Mm. I'm dead. <laughs> Not I'm Lucius dead. driving. Oh, but... <laughs> 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 uh, your tail lights out, Lucius. <laughs> All Mr. Wayne. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh. So what are you kind of guys thinking about that as far as like the riddles and everything like that? Do you think that all made sense? I think the riddles were like fit perfectly within this film. And um, the there's one riddle. It's actually at the end. I'm not sure if you guys have noticed this little uh, Easter egg. Like I remember seeing it at my first screening. Everyone's like, I, I hear everyone leaving like leaving the theater and saying there's no post credits sequence mm-hmm. but there actually is if you stay until the all the way until the end oh sure there's I didn't. <laughs> there's there's a post credit sequence where yeah the, there's the a yeah, there's an internet there's a, that comes up the url there's a url yeah, that pops up yeah it's it, yeah it's a url rata a lot yeah it's like and it's basically what no i blast spaniel <laughs> right it, and, it, and if you go to, to that if you go to that url it's just more backstory on like the Riddler and just like news articles and stuff like that. And I'm like, knowing after knowing that and like visiting like that website, that like I I have to like just give this film so much praise. Whether that was an afterthought or they actually thought about that during production is absolutely amazing. That mm. they, they, that Matt Reeves just loves like this franchise so much that he was able to throw that little Easter egg in there. And it's almost just like a straight up fuck you to Marvel. Be like, it's just like, wait, hold my beer on like the post credit sequences. Matt Reeves is going to be like, he, we actually have to do work for post credit sequences instead of like Marvel just gives it to us. So mm. but I don't know. I just thought that that was probably one of the coolest riddles in the entire film. So, mm. Yeah, it's it's uh what last one thing I'll say real quick. The Batmobile is fucking wonderful. I don't know why people are complaining about it. Like again, year two Batman fuckers. Okay, he doesn't have everything at his disposal yet. So people going like, why isn't the Batcave bigger? It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you actually happy you get to see the Batcave? Unlike in Nolan films, like it's it's like it's actually being fucking developed. Like. It makes sense practically for the story they're telling, and the whole gear, like the whole gear shift aspect of Batman having, like, because the Batmobile looks like it's definitely put together from multiple different like pieces and everything, which is good because when we get to a sequel, because we're clearly getting one, um, you know, the Batmobile will look more, you know, more def- better, will be better defined, which it should be, but. Um, the way the suit looks is fucking awesome. There's this moment where he like presses on his chest and takes uh makes into a knife and like cuts through this thing mm-hmm. where I was like, that's actually really fucking clever. Like it's a really quick thing, but I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I I like this. Um Yeah, it's probably like every part uh, every part of his suit serves a practical purpose that it is used in the film. Yeah. Um and yeah. people and people were talking about the things on his on his wrist, like what are those for? I think those are just like the grappling hook. I think that's just like replaceable, like mm-hmm. grappling hooks. Because people That's talking about, what I thought. Yeah, people were talking about he didn't use the things on his on his <clears> wrist. I was like, I think, and people were like, well, I think those are just like the grappling hooks, like in order to replace them. Um, yeah, it, it like holds the uh, it holds the line for the grappling hooks, and it's also armor because he like uses baseball bats that are coming at him and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I yeah, I think you know Pattinson. I mean, whether he's my favorite, you know, live action Batman, I don't know. I mean. I think it's just different. 
Uh, I mean, it's okay. I don't think necessarily something mm -hmm. new has to be better. It's just different, you know, and the way he's playing Batman Bruce Wayne is different than the way other people have played Batman Bruce Wayne. Um, you know what I mean? And it's, like I said, very kind of, like you said, emo type of attempt. And when he goes to the funeral and then, you know, just like little subtle things he does, like when he sees the cameras and people are calling his name, he like winces and forces a smile and, you know, puts his head down and it kind of looks away, you know. Little little things like that, I think, are, are, are very good in it um, and, and very good from his performance. And then how even the way he looks, you know what I mean? It's kind of not he's not gaunt, but he's it's tell a guy who does, you know, like he says, this nocturnal animal and very depraved, you know, of sleep. And but also kind of has this, you know, kind of very skinny kind of look to him, you know what I mean, as well, which I thought yeah. was very interesting. Um, it was like he's lost a lot of sleep. It was like Kristen Stewart cheated on him again. Like it was like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. And so I, yeah, I thought, I thought that was yeah, really good and everything like that. Um, yeah. So high tune ins from everybody, right? High tune ins, tune ins. Yep, damn straight. Highest the tune highest, in humanly possible. The highest tune in possible. Yeah. Dusk high tune in from you. Uh it's a like I said, it's a tune in. Tune in. Okay. So yeah. you just said a tune in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a solid. No, it's a tune in. <laughs> yeah, I think I bet like yeah, add a tune in as well, uh for me. Yeah, just say uh, kind of tune in there. Um so um, you know, in this movie, so you have kind of the ending here, you know, Gotham is flooded. Uh we're gonna be getting into like a little what you would would all want from the sequel, what do you think sequel plans here? Um so Gotham's flooded, mm -hmm. things are being rebuilt. Um uh Catwoman, um, you know, she left, you know, they did the whole thing where they diverged, you know, on the motorcycles, you know. Um he still has to he still gotta get that look back, look back at that ass before he leaves, you know, still gotta go. Oh, but, absolutely. Uh, did yeah. you see that ass? I'd be looking back. <laughs> yeah, you know, still on the rear view mirror there. Um still doing that. Um so I'm gonna go around kind of guys what you would want in a sequel, um, and what you all think is gonna happen next. Uh Nick. What kind of your thoughts there for the sequel? What do you kind of want? Well, well, I think the way the film ends, because we get a little bit of shots of, uh, of Paul Dano in, in uh, Arkham, and we get hints of another fucking Joker. E even though I like the actor that they cast for it, it's a, I'm a huge fan of actor from uh, yeah. Killing a Sacred Deer, and he's a guy that just looks creepy. And I think he's a great choice for the Joker. I kind of want them to just keep him in the back pocket for now. And the second movie, it Agreed. is just dealing with the fallout of uh, everything that the Riddler did of this uh, new power vacuum that's in the underworld. And you get villains like uh, like Black Mask and the crime war with uh, him and the Penguin uh, brought more into focus and bringing villains like Hugo Strange, keep it somewhat grounded. Yeah, with a touch uh, of hush uh, as a setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you also, uh, and there's also, uh, so that uh, GCPD show that Reeves was working on with uh, Terrence Winter, and it kind of devolved into, hey, this is an Arkham show now, mm. it, and it's a horror show that's set in Arkham Asylum. Yeah. And see a lot of what, uh, what spins off from there. I would like to maybe go a little bit more in the supernatural realm with uh with uh Pattinson's Batman because this film is very grounded, but also there is elements that you could spin off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um instead of the instead of the Joker could he could maybe be the creep. Watch Barry Keaton, watch all of this hype just for Barry Keaton to be Callan 
man. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, that would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, Matt Reeves already said, yeah, it's the Joker. I mean, he already, yeah, he already said it. Already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, yeah. He already said, yeah, it's the Joker already. So for you, so you said you'd want the villain to be uh, someone like more hush and kind of things like that, and then, mm-hmm. mm, okay, so, all right. So, yeah, keep, keep it grounded, but drop hints of, of fantasy with stuff like the Court of Owls. So, because I think Reeves said he wanted to do Mr. Freeze, and he's a huge part of the Court of Okay. Yeah. Um, so, with it, so would you want, so now that people are like, okay, you know, people are always wanting a detective style Batman movie, do you want to see continue mm-hmm. with more detective style, or would you want to, do you think it's going to gear more towards action, or do you just still want very much detective <laughs> Batman? No, keep the detective aspect. That's something that yeah. is a criminally underutilized part of Batman's character, all of his uh, live-action adaptations. And it's something that was so refreshing about this film. Mm. Yeah, agreed. Mm. Marley, what kind of sequel thoughts there, man? Um, I don't really ponder a lot of thoughts on, like, sequels. I just kind of, like, I wait for the movie to come out and just kind of, like, take it in when it's out but i basically echo everything that you said nick about just kind of continuing like this kind of style but if i were to have like one critique a little bit about the batman that i wish the sequel would improve on is like i love the fact that it's so dark and gritty and grounded Mm -hmm. but what i love most about like batman movies and just batman in general is about how lighthearted they are and just kind of like how goofy they are I, I I don't want it to go full like like kind of uh, wink and nod and just kind of like joking around. I, I I just wanted to touch on it just to, just like a little bit, like just sprinkle a little bit of like just like the old Batman like in there, but still keep like that same style. Just because like the, the this first film it was it was dark, it like it was rough and in like some in some parts. So I kind of need like a little bit of like those. Uh, just like the lightheartedness just a little bit just to kind of get me through especially if it's going to be three hours long like mm. still you got but... penguin waddling around for a little bit <laughs> yeah oh i mean i laugh i laugh hey, what are you oh, showing me come on <laughs> yeah yeah cool. you didn't like it the cl- thumb drive joke hmm Oh, I thought yeah. that was fucking great. I was like, it was, it was oh, hilarious. It's good. like this this movie is kind of like a it's very joke. grim. It's very grim, it's very dark, but it's not humorless. It's like natural yeah. organic humor that comes in the mm-hmm. situation. It's not like uh even though I love Marvel, it's not the way they uh use levity in their films where they literally stop the movie to have a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and yeah. like the thing the thing is though, like you can have hu- and that's that is one of the things I've been Telling DC fans, I'm like, God fucking damn it, listen to me. It's like, you can have humor in a dark film, and it, it does add to the levity, because it's a dark fucking movie, but you get those moments like, oh, the thumb drive joke, and, you know, <laughs> Gordon going, oh, I thought, you know, you could have pulled your punch. I did. Like, those are funny, actual moments. It's like, you can have more of that in the sequel and still keep it dark. Um, mm-hmm. but it, yeah, the humor that's in here works really well. All the intended jokes, I went, oh wow, that's actually funny, and I laughed at points where I was like, I probably shouldn't be laughing at this, but the Riddler's making me really uncomfortable, and it takes a lot to make me feel uncomfortable, and I was like, 
I kind of want you to go away right now. Like, can you please, like, just leave for, like, five minutes? Like, mm. yeah. Ugh. <laughs> mm. the, the one part where I did laugh, like, almost out loud in the theater is the, the fact that this, this film, like, I know it's PG-13 and this is what Matt Reeves is going for, but there's a scene mm-hmm. where just Batman is just going to town and he's just beating, like, the living crap out of this guy. And I'm like, this guy would be bleeding. He would yeah. be bleeding like, <laughs> like profuse, like, like just everywhere. And there's just not an ounce of blood just anywhere. And I'm whatever. just like, it's, it's not yeah. Snyder. <laughs> whatever. It's, it's, it's not a Snyder PG-13 look, movie. It's not Snyder hitting Bat like Batman hitting people with his car and throwing and breaking their necks on crates and shit. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. Cut off a horn. It's not fucking uh, Batman listening to Ghetto Boys just screaming, Die, motherfucker, die, motherfucker, yeah, die. Right, yeah. I I will say, though, Paul Dano, like, man, like, I thought he was, I thought I hated him in 12 years. I thought he scared me in 12 years a slave. I was like, God damn, this guy just really, <laughs> he's really great at playing a piece of shit, which is the biggest compliment I can give him, because the more you see of the Riddler, you're like, you're just really terrible. Like, just all around, you kind of suck. But, like, the, add one more thing on to Paul Dano's performance is I also love that, like, the this is kind of the Riddler's year two as well. Like, he's still getting used to, like, being, like, a yeah. villain. Yes. And, and what I, what yeah, I love and, most... And, that, and that's, a, that's a direct uh, uh, line between the Batman and the Riddler in this film. Because mm-hmm. you have that incredible interrogation where that incredible wow. conversation is like, hey, you inspired me, man. It's like, oh. And you get Badson saying, I may have fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's it's one of those moments where you kind of go... And, and you have uh, that incredible scene after, you know, he beat the shit out of said goon and, they, and the cops ask him, it was like, I'm vengeance. It was like, ooh. Yeah. It's... it's... The thing I so the one influence I think above all that no one's really brought up, this is straight up like the Batman Telltale game if you made it into a movie. Like especially the detective, mm. the detective aspect. Like they draw heavily from the Telltale stuff, and I was like, oh, like well, Telltale was... drew heavily from the comics. Oh, oh, absolutely. But like, I mean, as far as like. Because even before, like, the Quarter Owl stuff was really gaining traction, that's one of the few mediums that's really dove into, like, how problematic his, like, parents actually were, especially tying to the Arkham stuff. It's like, oh, they kind of lifted that, like, a, like even from the pacing, even with the Penguin being, like, how their relationship kind of evolved. It's like, oh, you're drawing a lot from this. And so I was actually really... Even from the, how the suit looks, actually, I was like, oh, this is, like, I'm pleasantly happy with this, but right on, like, more of this. So, it, it's one of those things where, like, I've been telling people, like, if you haven't played those games, like, the those two seasons, uh, you should. But uh, it's one of those things where I went, wow, like, they drew from seven or eight different, you know, Batman stories before they even got to, you know, stuff like Seven uh, you know, and and uh, and Zodiac, and you're like, oh, so there, it's like really like a really big mishmash of multiple different influences, and it, at the end of the day, it makes a great Batman film. Yeah, I think the with the whole parents thing, I think they've done just enough 
that I don't really need them to go away. Oh, and the Waynes and Arkham's were even worse than you're like, no, it's fine. It's fine. We do just enough where it's a, yeah, there's some aspects about his parents that he didn't really go. But at the end of the day, his father was a decent and good person who tried to do the best he could, but he makes mistakes because mm-hmm. people make mistakes. Like, if yeah. they go, like, even more, like, oh, they're even more problematic. And it's just like, oh, all right, fine. I, I think you can go more into that and definitely use the Court of Owls to offset it and have Bruce have that through, like, identity crisis as far as, like, what his Batman means. Because to Nick's point, it definitely hints at the fact that, you know, hey, you being Batman is empowering these villains to go, oh, I can go ahead and step up. And it's like, well, at yeah, what point a, are you doing yeah, Being bad lunatics like like the Riddler, like uh, the Joker that they imply in this universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's like you know, when are you doing more harm than good? And that's and that's a very that's a question you can mm-hmm. carry through as long as you really fucking want. But um, as far as a sequel, yes, Court of Owls, please, 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 give me that. But mm-hmm. I'd like to see I'd like to see Zaz done well on screen. Mm-hmm. Like that would be like that's that just kind of seems like a layup. Um, he was also, done the Christopher Nolan movies. Kind I, I, of, kind, yeah, yeah. He was name dropped <laughs> well, in the Christopher yeah, Nolan movie. He was he was done in the same way that Robin was done in the Christopher Nolan movies. Mm. Like, so, like, <laughs> so, but give me like, but he's I'm done gonna, better than Robin was in the Zack Snyder movies. I mean, that's that's true. You know, he's not in just a case, but like, I uh, give me Mad Hatter. Fucking go there. Like you have like like a a, a fucked up Mad Hatter would be easy to do. Um, like, I would love to see that, but with the, uh, especially with the Arkham show, uh, or the, uh, GCPD show, you know, evolving to an Arkham show, Hugo Strange is right there. Like, that feels like it's just a very easy, like, we can introduce him here and kind of set him up to be, you know, kind of one of the main pieces moving forward. But for fuck's sake, can we not get the Joker in a sequel? Like, seriously, like, if you're, like, to Nick's point... Keep that shit in your back pocket. You don't need to pull that card, pun intended. Now you can go ahead and wait on that shit. Like, give We've me seen other many words. versions of the Joker. We can yeah. wait. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just yeah, like, Batman like, has one of the biggest rogues galleries next to someone like Spider-Man. And yet we've only seen like the same like three or four villains. Yeah, let yeah. It, let people have their hush. Let people have their zazz. Let people have their black mask. Let people have like Hugo Strange. People that can still be somewhat mm-hmm. grounded before you get to fantastical. Because once you get to the Joker level, that's when it goes all. You're going into a different league, mm. a different territory. Yeah. You yeah. get into yeah. way different yeah. stuff. And you can league, do yeah. it with guys that dance that line, like between uh, the supernatural like the and Owls, realism. Like the, uh, you can write that. Line. Yeah, like the Court of Owls, like the like the League of Assassins <laughs> with uh, someone like Rachel Ghoul. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, I made a. I, I made a video kind of a little bit like what it was in a joking manner, but not really. But I guess what I, what I want for a sequel for, for the Batman is we should just reunite everyone from the twilight universe. Just Kristen Stewart <laughs> as poison Ivy, uh, Robin, Taylor Lautner, no. Taylor Lautner is Robin. And just, Reunite. Oh, God. Reunite universe. Uh, no, Reunite universe. Can act. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I mean Anna Anna Kendrick as uh, as Poison Ivy that'd be pretty cool, and then you could cast I Ashley just... Green as uh, as Harley, and then I'll, 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 stop my, I'll stop my fan fiction mm-hmm. there because I was about to go down the road, but yeah, like do that, do that. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be honest, Kristen Stewart as Poison Ivy, I think she would do a really great job. Like mm-hmm. she's already a great actress already, and mm-hmm. I would just I would love to see just like her on screen with. Robert Pattinson just like just <laughs> I actually I actually think she I think she'd make a great punchline actually I think she, I think mm. Stewart can nail that character actually mm-hmm. so yeah do do that shit yeah. I mean you know yeah um and then you can have them hook up again she's riding <laughs> she's riding high off Spencer so it's, she's yeah. she's probably gonna get the Oscar like this 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 coming Sunday. And uh, or next Sunday, actually. Yeah. Oh, next Sunday. Next okay. Sunday. Oh, we'll yeah, see. Next Sunday. Hey, come on, you you think you think the royal family is gonna let that happen? Yeah, there's gonna be a red yeah. dot on her head as soon as she walks into the stadium. Like, oh, what's True. that? Uh, <laughs> uh, so with the, with the sequel here, so you know, um, I think what they do, um, you know, with Batman Two, I think Quarter Owls is obviously a big thing that a lot of people said, and then you know, continue with the more with the corruption of Gotham. And then more now that the city, you know, rebuilding it, power vacuum. They mentioned that in this movie of that it's going to be, you know, Selena mentioned it's going to be a war for the city. Um, so that's when you would bring in a lot of the gangster characters, people maybe like Scarface or you'd bring in Black Mask or you would bring oh, in. Scar- if they have the balls to do Scarface, that would be fucking incredible. Yeah, like... I, th- I think, yeah, that'd be really great. I think. Do that shit. That would be super tragic already. And like, oh, I'm going to try to do some good. And maybe you, you, we, we've been friends for a while. I'm trying to help you out. Bam. Tragedy happens. And now I'm a fucking toothpaste. <laughs> so like, we're clearly getting Harvey Dent too. I think yeah, we're setting up, that, mm. like, setting up that thread. What I want, do man bat. Have the balls to no, do man bat. Like, ne- no, one, no, they will I never have the balls no, to do man no, bat. No, I want them to do man bat because that animated series episode is fucking horrifying. And the jump scare in Arkham City is one of the best jump scares oh, in it's, any it's, video game. Like it's incredible. Like yeah. have the balls. Give me man bat. Get a uh, get fucking uh, Matthew McConaughey. He kind of <laughs> looks like the guy. Have him. Have well, him. Like. Uh, you don't have to have the bat talk. <laughs> like, um, well, Sam Raimi, he did say he'd love to do a, a Batman movie. So I think if he directs a Batman movie, I think Man Bat would be a perfect villain for his it. alley. Yeah, it would yeah, be a perfect true. villain for, mm-hmm. uh, for there. Um, yeah, I think that... Uh, who was the actor? What's his name? The one that played uh, Arnim Zola. Um, what's his name? Oh, um... Oh, crap. Uh, um, Toby... To- Toby, Toby uh, Jones. Uh, I think Thank he'd you. make a good Scarface. I think Toby Jones would make a good Scarface yeah. there. Yeah, I can see that. Um, mm. And then if they do kind of Black Mask, I mean, we've had multiple. I mean, we got multiple Batmans and multiple Jokers. You could bring in another Black Mask there. You know who would make a great Scarface? Seal. He'd, no. <laughs> <laughs> too mean, no. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you all got to do is just put on like a Seal mask, basically. Like a like how you put on one of those Dennis Rodman masks. Like pull it down and basically there. <laughs> You know. uh, so a seal walks into a club. Yeah. I'm riling them off tonight. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'd love to see Harvey Dent in one of these movies, uh, especially uh, if you get an actor like a John Barthol to play uh, Harvey oh, Dent. Dude, D- John Hamm. Oh. John Hamm. 
Yes. John Hamm as Harvey Dent would kill that shit. Oh uh, yeah, he'd Plus, be he looks good. good. He looks good. He looks good in his suit. Does he? I mean, <laughs> like, like he'd be great. Yeah, that would be. We John did Hamm. seven seasons of it on Mad Men. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's basically playing Harvey Dent, but like more sexist, like mm-hmm. or less sexist, maybe. <laughs> Probably less sexist. Yeah, way less. Sexist. Uh, slightly, slightly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, John Hamm would be good. Handsome DA comes into town, tries to help, and then gets horribly disfigured. Yeah, that would really work. Yeah, really, really well. Yeah, um, I think he'd be good with that. Um, so I think, yeah, I think that'd be good. Him coming in there, Harvey Dent would be good for the sequel, and then. As well as, I don't think, Selena, I think you keep her out for the sequel, you know what I mean? Even though I do mm-hmm. love Zoe Kravitz, I think, you know, just have her let her off for the sequel and then maybe come back for the third movie. She could get her own show by the time, like, this posts, honestly, because the, the response to her has been so overwhelmingly positive. DC might just go, fuck it, like, give her a show. Like, yeah. Yeah. I would love that. I'd love to watch a show with Catwoman in there as well. And then... I think one of the main villains of kind of the next Batman movie, um, and like to Nick's point, it's like Batman's kind of like treated like kind of Superman, where you get it's kind of like when you do a Superman, it's either Zod or Lex Luthor. You know what I mean? You kind of get either those villains when you do kind of a Superman <laughs> property, and Batman, you kind of get Joker, you kind of get kind of the same kind of rotating villains. Yeah, I, who, who, who? I I want to see like Parasite. I want to see some uh, other Superman villains. Yeah, Metallo. Yeah, Parasite, Metallo. Maniac, Metallo. Exactly. Yeah. This, I mean, in the next Batman movie, I think, you know, if you're trying to, you know, do more kind of thing, Calendar Man, I think, you know, would be Ooh, kind of maybe a good yeah. thing if you do him. Um, He'd be uh, a great villain for Gotham, like the Gotham hmm. TV show. Mm. Just right. Yeah, him or Zaz would probably be good for the TV show yeah. as well. I think lower, kind of maybe lower level people like that. Um, will be do- good, or maybe Kite Man. Bring in Kite Man for the, the Gotham TV show. Have you hell know, yeah, you know what I mean. Have him kind of come in. He's getting his own nice animated spinoff from the Harley Quinn show. So good for him. Hell yeah, he is good for him. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's tough to see who would be the main villain of the next movie um, of who they would kind of face off against and who you go there. Maybe it would maybe, have to be something personal. Yeah, maybe you do Mister Freeze, maybe, and you do that. I'd mm-hmm. love to see how you would do with that. Um, and see how that would you know kind of get introduced. Azrael would be interesting. Azrael's too say, soon, though. No, Azriel's he is too way soon. too soon. No, no, he is too soon. But you could easily set that thread up. Sure. Because like, I I don't think they stop with three of these. To be honest, because like just hearing Pattinson talk, like I think they do four of these easy. Four. Like oh, easily. I wow. think they easily do four because I could see them going into like. You know, I'm going to call that shit right now. I think they're going to get as close to Dark Knight Returns in live action as they possibly can with Pattinson. Because I think Pattinson is game for that mm. shit. Mm. Wow. He's game for more money, certainly. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, like, Good Time only pays so much, you know? You can only fart in lighthouses <laughs> so much, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah, the good, times, the good times that the lighthouses, like the Lost City of Z's, they only pay so much. Um, exactly, yeah. I mean, there's... Hey, money! You have to get money for the water fills elephants, okay? Like you gotta. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. If he doesn't keep doing these, how are people gonna remember me? Yeah, I. Oh god, damn it! That was good. And ah, damn you! In the stream, in the stream. No, I'm just kidding. But speaking of, 
If like the murder of the the Wayne family was like 2001, still not the worst thing to happen to a Robert Pattinson character in 2001. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. Uh, and with the whole thing with this Batman, I I don't really need to see him interact with any other heroes. I don't need to see any. I don't think any. Nah, it's it, fine. Nah, it, it, you know. I, I don't think so. I don't think I need to see him with a Superman or anything like that. I, I think he's perfectly fine off on his own thing, I think. What do you guys got? Yeah, I mean, about? you could I mean, you could do Robin, but it would have to be Jason Todd and just show the yes, horrible idea that is child into like this life of crime fighting. I don't know if I want Jason Todd, though. I don't want them to crowbar him in. Fuck <laughs> 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 you! <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh yeah um so um so generally uh kind of around the point any any kind of final thoughts on batman there any kind of final thoughts on anything dc keep doing this please for the love of god like this yeah. ba- like don't let reeves do what he wants just leave him alone hands off just let him my partner does not like Batman at all, and she loves this fucking movie. So just like leave, leave him to his own devices. It'll be fine. Mm. And keep Zack Snyder away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had his <laughs> chance. He had multiple yeah. chances. Yeah. Mm. Just, just. He oh had man! Four could hours. You... Four hours. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine uh. if if he made this movie, Selena Kyle would have gotten raped in like every fu- every other scene. Like he's oh. like, and then uh. got the lobotomy at the very end. And they're like, Catwoman. <laughs> you know what? He's the kind. Uh, you hey, know it's what? empowering. <laughs> well, hey, he follows he follows the principle of Frank uh, of Frank Miller, which is God he's damn, like a, I make women hero. empowered by turning them into whores. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a yeah. That, that's a that big is Frank how it Miller, works, right? <laughs> They're they're either they're either whores or they're stupid, yep. like uh, like fucking Army of the Dead or both. Or, yeah, or stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. any so Thanks, anybody Kate. else? Uh, anybody else got any final thoughts on the Batman? Anything out there? Anything you'd love to say? More of this, Warner Brothers. More of this. Mm-hmm. Leave Matt Reeves alone to his own devices making, because I'm I absolutely love this film it's probably gonna end up in my like best of the year once we come around to it oh yeah and it's as it stands it's probably it's like two or three of my favorite live action superhero Mm. damn okay i would have to sit down and think about my favorite like because there's a lot of superhero shit that i just adore yeah like like Mm -hmm. this is okay this is (laughs) Cause no Suicide, way home. I, cause, okay, cause, so okay, I'm happy you brought up No Way Home because I love No Way Home, but this made me feel mm-hmm. the exact same way, but in a different way. Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. this is what happens when you leave a director alone and let them handle this shit. Because Reeves clearly understood, to quote the, the young kids, he understood the assignment of, oh, this is <laughs> I need to make a dark Batman who's still figuring his shit out, but actually make it a personal story to him to justify said vengeance and you're just like okay and the fight scenes in the in like the fact that you can see what's fucking happening because that's always been a gripe of mine with mm-hmm. live action batman fight scenes it's like they cut away so quick kind of born style but like 
shitty born style. The, the yeah. But like the way, the way Pattinson moves, like there's a point he throws a pipe he... at this dude and hits him in the face. I was like, God <laughs> he damn. Throws a, he, just yeet, he just yeets a bat at somebody. <laughs> yeah. And it was wonderful. When when he's tasing that dude, don't tase me, bro. Like the, the look on his face when he's doing that, I was like, oh man, this is like, yes, this is. This is good, DC. Keep this shit up. So. It's it's uh that that probably that moment in particular is the perfect encapsulation of the. You can see in the exact moment of like how he has to pull every fiber of his being not to kill him. Yes. Like in that exact moment, mm. at one mm. second longer, and that this guy is legit dead, and he just pull yanks his arm down. Yeah. Because it's like that's how much. Because he's not there yet. He's still too angry to get it, but he's hasn't yet crossed that line and then he decides by the end of this movie hey maybe i shouldn't like be like all anger and shit maybe. batman batman clearly has a murder boner through like most of this movie because yeah, he treats like, every he, fight he, like he treats every fight like they're the people who killed his parents yeah because he's right around the corner from killing everyone in this movie and you're like fuck you're in year two what happens when you get like sharp batterings and shit it's like mm. oh you're gonna be way worse but he's uh, a throw battering does he it's like, yeah. he no, no, he doesn't. Not one. No, he he pretty much just uses like his fist in the grappling hook. He uses the yeah. battering only once, and it's on his chest. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, when he cuts the yeah, that's like it. But I like that because it kind of reminds me of Skyfall, where it's like, okay, we can't give you all these gadgets from Jump because that would be fucking stupid. So like, you have these two things like. You're going through the tutorial of Arkham Origins. You don't have all the fun shit yet. So, yeah. you know, next movie, he'll probably, like, right. I'm sure we'll see the battering. They totally Metroided the Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's a good comparison. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good comparison, actually. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. like, damn it, just give me the give me the arm cannon. Just give me the arm cannon. <laughs> yeah. No. I think I think in the, in the sequel, he needs to definitely learn to be a better ninja here i think he's taking too many gunshot blasts to the chest here i think you know what i mean try to be a little bit more stealthy i don't know oh no i agree but that's also something you do when you're young and stupid because you're just like oh yeah i can handle this shit but it's like you shouldn't be getting shot point blank range in the chest you fucking moron you might want to drop a smoke bomb every now and then (laughs) it's it's weird because he does say like several times like in this movie that he he likes being in the shadows because he's a bat but the thing that always kind of it was in the back of my mind, like he's just like like during the detective scenes, like the like uh, like the CSI, he's just like there, just standing in the background. And mm-hmm. the fact that all these cops don't know that this guy is Bruce Wayne is kind of insane. It's like this dude standing in a fucking bat in a bat suit, just like <laughs> at the crime scene. It's just like it's so it's like he's not in the shadows; he's just right there, it's just like. <laughs> But dude, pe- people people buy the Superman shit with glasses, so it's like well, you know, like, also in that <laughs> moment, in that That's moment, even worse. I no, I know. So it's like you're gonna give this movie shit, but it's like Clark flies in, it's like oh these glasses. Wait, who are you? But in, but also but also in that moment, especially like the moment where like the car comes in, uh, they're all just in a panic, and one civilian just kind of one very powerful True. civilian being there, like. That's fine. Like they're gonna they escorted, I'm sure off screen escorted as it but outside. 
But in that moment, it's just kind of like, oh shit, we need the bomb squad. And so I can just let that kind of pass. Where they like, they're all petrified. You could just assume people do strange things when they're terrified. They just freeze up like a light. Mm. So it's a, I completely believe that as a like, it was for Batman. He's just staring at it. And you're like, I don't know. That scene too of the uh, of the uh, the whole casket trap, uh, the that whole riddle trap, is one of the more horrifying things I've seen in about a year. Where I'm just like, dude, you better answer these fucking questions and shut the fuck up. <laughs> like this is like, so when he gets when he goes kablooey, I was like, oh shit, okay. And much like an asshole cop, they're just like, oh, he's unconscious. Let's take his mask off. I'm like. Oh yeah, I would have flipped up and like motherfucker. Yeah. What are you doing too? Like, and then, and then uh, you know, as as you would, he responds in the correct option of "I'm going to protect my identity, so I'm going to kill everyone in this room who tries to touch it." You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, you're just a room full of cops. Yeah, yeah it's like worse. I got you. For, I now got you for assaulting an officer. You got me for assaulting me. I love how the cops are like, "What did we do?" It's like, um. <laughs> Yeah. You know good and goddamn well what you Also, did, but... let's also be honest that like that the whole thing went south. But, like you didn't have crap until he showed up. So let's not pretend that you were even charged in that situation. And secondarily, um I actually I like the fact that he offers riddles as like a chance, like a bit a bit of saw where it's like, Hey man, all you have to do is just say say what I'm asking you to say. That probably won't blow you up. Probably. Fifty no. fifty. I still might, but you know. I probably won't, but I know you're not going to do it. The whole thing is he's playing mind games. He knows they're in so deep that it's basically he's giving them an option he's not going to pick. Uh, yeah, okay. which is which is like more horrifying when you think about it. He's is, like, I know you're not going to do this, but I'm giving you this opportunity just like you gave us an opportunity that wasn't real. Yeah, it's... Yeah, because if that, if that was Luke Fox Batman, oh yeah, they would have amassed his black ass so quick and been like, oh shit, well, let's arrest him now. But, right. but Bruce luckily... No, they would have just shot him. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. right. <laughs> like, he had a gun. <laughs> like, but, but, yeah. Well, like, this is out in, I... what, April? On HBO um, Max? April, yeah, 19th. April, April 19th, April. HBO Max. Yeah, HBO Max I would April. greatly forward to rewatching this. Yeah, yeah. 